2: unfiltered please tell me that's on video i've never been happier i'll made mean, for a fucking podcast <laughs> that's dangerous <laughs> listen to me we're at it and a five and a four and a three and a two and a welcome to ufc unfiltered i'm jim norton He's Matt Sarah,
3: and hey, you're lucky. I, that's not, that's totally, that's really awful. Hey. Oh. Art, listen, is yeah. it true that you're auditioning for the role of the. Uh...
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, am I, am I auditioning? Now, Matt's getting emotional, so you're oh, weeping I at the it. beauty of this I role. I think I got
3: to lay down for a second.
2: Um, get, let me
3: do it again. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> let's pretend that didn't happen we could edit this
2: later. sure yeah cut that out you know let's start over uh, and then a five and a four and a three hey. and a two and a go ahead matt
3: jimmy yes, is buddy. it true you're auditioning for that uh the, the auditioning
2: oh you didn't say auditioning. you said auditioning.
3: is it true you're auditioning for that movie what is it oh fucking uh fucking, it was a <laughs> casper joke it was like the dad of casper you're white as fuck my friend are Pardon? you the sunlight?
2: Um. No. Here's
3: are me. you? A, are you a fucking vampire? Are you I am. I'm
2: darker designer? than I look a little bit, but first of all, I am very pale. Um
3: Jimmy, I think there's something almost wrong with your computer. The background where it's black and it's white, it's like your Zartan from the old GI Joe. You're like if you blend into the fucking thing. Close your eyes against that white background.
2: Well, it's it's silver. Hold, let like me see let me try it in the background. background.
3: What are you fucking silver surface, little sidekick or some shit? You
2: hold gotta I mean, get l- some let me principles. let me try. I'm gonna try another background, and you tell me if the colors.
3: Put yourself in a cloud. Do it. Put yourself What's in that?
2: No, not a cloud. Now, tell me. Okay, now is this? Is it? Is the? Is the? <laughs> you
3: are gonna cut it out. We're gonna cut this out of the show. Right. <laughs> How about
2: that? How about that? Uh, how's oh, that? There you
3: go. That's something that you're deaf. That you know what that is? What? Unreal, it's unrealistic because you there haven't you seen a beach in fucking years. You're whiter than Elon Musk right now.
2: By the way, this is not a, a beach. This is the uh, wallpaper from Scarface in, mm. in, the, in Frank Lopez's office. Now That's I'm trying true. to find my UFC one to go back to.
3: And then he's like, easy, Tony. Don't yeah. You want to tell Don't go
2: too
3: Tony. To right. I'll meld to the cop.
2: Cocky. Yeah. Right. Oh, the, cop,
3: the cop is pretty cocky. Hey, Jimmy, listen to me. Let's just, I'm sorry. You know, yeah. what? I'm, I'm almost extra tan. Bang! I taught Jimmy. I'm back to I'm all over the place. I'm back to teaching. Oh, good I'm back to teaching, and uh, it's fun. I'm happy. Jimmy, it's what I. Jimmy, it's what I do. It's a and lifestyle.
2: You're also. I know you had your surgery. When is your other surgery? Like, when can you fully? Can you walk on this now? Or are you still on crutches?
3: Not a, oh no, I'm walking, dude. I'm, I'm the only thing that's a little that takes a little bit of time is going upstairs. I I could go up with like, but it's the quad still needs some work. So. Right. Up and down the stairs, I got to take my time with. Sometimes I'll do the one leg at a time, you know. But walking, straight up walking, I'm walking better than I did before the surgery. I could walk to you at Penn Station and I'm not. Oh, good. That's amazing. I love my titanium knee. Good, man. I love it. I fucking love it, Jimmy. How
2: are you going to do the other one?
3: I'm fully flexible, dude. I could get my ass to the grass, Jimmy.
2: Yeah. You know? That's good. I
3: was worried. I was worried about you know me and and uh, my my jujitsu. Sometimes I got to squat down. So maybe sometimes maybe it'll affect my. I was worried about maybe my my um. It'll affect my sexual uh, positions that I when I like to get freaky with the misses. I'm not going to talk about it.
2: Sure, no, but we we we, we can married. do our own uh, do our, yeah. our own imagination.
3: Imagination, Jimmy. You want me like a fucking celibate? But <laughs> I, I like to, yeah. Get that out of your head. <laughs> Barking gorilla. But listen. Yeah. My point is this. I'm flexible as fuck. Oh, and before, and listen, we're going to talk about Cheeto Vera versus uh, oh, uh, Dominic
2: Cruz. Tom Pruz, yeah. Fuck.
3: We're going to talk about that right now. I just want to remind you and everybody uh, that there is, there is a Matt Movies Minute. I hate saying myself in the third person, but that's sure. A Matt Movies Minute that we haven't done for a minute.
2: Jermaine. I know, but you're saying movies plural. It's not a Matt Movies Minute. It's Matt's Movie Minute. I, uh, movies Minute. You're putting the S's in weird places.
3: Matt's Movie Minute. We'll
2: do it. Yes, I would love to hear no, about
3: I'm it. A, no, no. The, you know where that came from? Where? That came from me talking about your, your complexion. I think you look beautiful. I'm me, I'm sorry. Thank I'm you. not very good with what's the thing without words.
2: But yes, it's okay.
3: <laughs> Matt's Movie. It yes. could be movies. It could be a more than movie, a one movie, but we're not. You're yeah. right. You're right. We haven't done it in so long that I forgot what it was called. Yeah. But it is Matt's movie minute. We're going to talk about one movie, and that movie is Bullet Train. Stop thinking of a fucking weird. Okay, Bullet Train, bullet train with Brad Pitt and a bunch of other people, and a big ensemble, a big some, a big, a big cast.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I know what you're trying to say. What
3: <laughs> big big what?
2: Uh, a big uh, ensemble.
3: You're a fucking idiot, Jimmy. You mean, Jimmy? You're, you know, this is what you do. You, you, you fuck. You, you're an intellectual bully to me. Oh, you I'm are. A bully. Nah, you use your superior intelligence and your little wit and you, and you goof <laughs> <laughs> on. You, know, you know, I, you know, I can't pronounce some shit. And I, and ensemble. ensemble. Uh, uh, yes.
2: Yes. That's correct.
3: Ensemble cast. Is that yes. right? Uh, Thank yes. Thank you. But anyway, we'll talk about bullet train at the end. This is what let's, – let's talk about the fight first. Yeah. Can we go right into it now? Yes. Um, w- well, you, go ahead. You go first. Thor.
2: I want to say, uh, first of all, I mean, I love – you can't not love Marlon Vera. I thought Dominic Cruz looked great, I, I even though he got dropped three times. I mean, Vera has a lot of power, uh, and Cruz does not have that power. But I thought that he, he did some really – after he got dropped in the first round – I thought Cruz was going to win the fight because it was one moment where he was just throwing left and right combinations very quick. And he backed Vera up to the cage. And I was worried that if he went in, Vera was going to catch him again coming in, but he wound up throwing a kick at Vera when he was up against the cage. I just thought he's throwing everything. Everything is landing. He looks great. Um, I I thought that he was going to win the fight, even though you knew Vera had a power advantage. Um, I also didn't think it necessarily was fair that Vera said that, he, uh, he criticized Dom's style. I thought Dom's style looked very good. He just doesn't have Marlon Vera's power. If he had Marlon Vera's power, uh, that fight would have been over uh, quickly because he was landing a lot of punches.
3: Well, it's power and it's accuracy. Yeah,
2: and he was kicking, yeah.
3: And, uh, you know, I'm so impressed. This is what I'm impressed with. I'm impressed with everything that, uh, that, that Marlon Chido Vera have done. Yes. Yeah. And how he's been looking lately. But in this fight particular… I thought once I saw Dom take him down, and Cheeto was just relaxed. He's he's as calm as anybody. he's he's, he's the right. one of the calmest fighters I ever seen. In the, he's in- a black belt, right? I believe so, but yeah. it, it, I mean, to, it doesn't matter it, it, as far as getting submissions off the back and whatnot. He's you know, Jujitsu in general is very dangerous. Yeah, but some guys. They fall victim of having a very dangerous guard not getting beat up from there, being dangerous from the back, either submitting or hurting people from there. But you could you could be in jeopardy of losing rounds. Right. Okay? So when I saw Dom get that first takedown, which he's very good at, uh, he lifts up the leg and he spins you around, like you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? It was like a, a modified double leg type thing, you know? I yeah. gotta, um he's very good at it. He's used it in past fights. When I seen him do that and settle in the guard, I go, okay. This this is gonna be the theme here of what's gonna happen, you know. And this is what I thought. I'm like this is this is going as to what I thought would happen. I didn't I didn't expect Dom getting touched and, and you know tagged and getting hurt immediately, like uh in that you know what I mean? Like uh I'd expect that, but I did expect him to mix in the takedowns. I thought that would make the difference in the fight. But once I seen the sprawl, I don't think I've ever seen I gotta go back to watch his other fights because I seen him getting taken down or except being taken down because of his guard. But that sprawl was beautiful. Yeah. When he did not want to go down. When he when he said, yeah. not, you're not taking me down. Dom was trying to end those same takedowns. And he just shot him down and continued to pursue him. And he's got his arms, hands up and he's just, it's, it's, it's gotta be draining for a guy like Dom that can move the way he does and throw what he does at the volume he does it's very taxing, but that's the way Dom fights. And he was doing it and he was landing. Cheeto took those punches. It's, it's as yep. if he never got hit. Yeah. He would take three or four to one of his. His one would fucking hurt Dom. It was wild, man. So it's like, what's going to land? Is, is Dom going to end up? Is something going to get through? Is he going to get something to make Cheeto respect him enough to be worried about something that he's throwing? But he, he didn't, he couldn't give him anything. You know,
2: I also, what did you think? I, like how many main events has Cheeto had? Is this his second main event or has he had more than that? Cause I'm wondering sometimes with the guys in a five round fight, you wonder if they're pacing. Cause you know, Cruz has fought in so many main events and he's so used to five. You wonder if maybe Cheeto is pacing himself through the first two and throwing a little bit less. Uh, like, as he said, he didn't go in for the kill after the first one. Cause he knew he had plenty of time and he learned something. Um, from watching the Munoz fight, so you wonder maybe that was he was just pacing himself a little bit.
3: I, I mean pacing is pacing himself. I mean this is the
2: thing not being, not, not throwing more punches because he, he wanted to be as fresh as he was in the fourth round. Cheeto,
3: this is what I feel as far as with with, with Cheeto's patience we're
2: talking about just how Just because he was. he was being patient, but I wonder because if that was a three round fight dominic would have won that it was two to one he won one and two and cheeto run round three and round four obviously knocked him out but i'm wondering if his pacing would have been different if it was a three-round fight more aggressive
3: uh i think he'd have to did be more more urgency because yes. uh, jason Prillo, i they have a very throwback relationship coach and and uh fighter and coach they have a very strong relationship i've been i hung out with jason Prillo before and uh we were chilling. We went back to the room, and this is when Cheeto was fighting. I think Sugar Sugar Shawna O'Malley. Yeah, and he was calm as fuck. His, his coach Jason is in there. Perillo baking cookies, giving me cookies. We're hanging out, and they have, they're, they're talking about the fight. Yes, coach, this and that. Everything you see on camera, that respect, that's real. Yeah, and uh, and he trusts in what his coach is telling him, and and he and he listened. The, the second it was over, he like, looks. Coach said, and with this, and with something strong, and with a kick, and, and he listened to him,
2: and he got it done. Well, he and, also said that, I, I'm assuming it was Perillo, sent him a photo in the Munoz fight yeah. of uh, of Dom ducking that way, like to the right, and I think Munoz did it through a body kick at that point, but I think that he saw that, he said he didn't put any words with it, he just kind of sent him that and said, he knew what he meant by it, and then he said something at the end of the third.
3: I love that. I love that, man. Chino, um, uh, you asked about... You asked about how many, um, if this was, how many main events he's had. Yeah. That, when he fought Sugar Short O'Malley, he handles pressure mm-hmm. extremely well. Yeah. And that's something to say about guys fighting in the UFC because they all should, but they all don't. Right? You know what I mean? Even the seasoned guys, when all eyes are on them in the, in the, in the main event, like when he fought Sugar Short O'Malley, he, 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 he it was the Cheeto show. So when it ended, he wasn't acting surprised. I, that's what i'm saying you know he doesn't listen to any outside noise he doesn't get caught up with that fucking shit he doesn't he doesn't buy into anything he's a hard work he has a hard working mentality and uh i bet you i bet you today he's in the fucking gym i bet you he's in yeah, the i fucking,
2: bet you he is too yeah
3: uh, he's just a fucking beast and uh he's not there to make friends he's got his family he's there to take care of his family and his people and uh Look what he, look at the two stoppages he just did between Frankie Edgar and these are guys that are hard to hit. They're yeah. all over the place. Beautiful kick, yeah. A part, they're a little older than they were, but Frankie Edgar, two kicks. Frankie Edgar. And Dom, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And Dom. I mean, he's a beast. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what's next. He's in – he doesn't he's, – he's in no – he's just saying, hey, man, I'm not even going to ask for the tie. That's going to – I'm just putting put people in front of me you're gonna it's gonna be inevitable that's his attitude he's just taking care of business just stacking up bodies
2: UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by NEDS, the official wagering partner of the UFC in Australia. Aussie Fight fans, keep an eye out for this weekend's UFC pay-per-view event as NEDS offers a split decision return. This means if you place a head-to-head bet on any main card fight and your pick loses by split decision, NEDS will pay you out as a winner. Plus, you can pump up your odds with a UFC multi simply by combining your favorite markets across all fights on the card. The action doesn't stop with UFC. Neds has everything you need to take it to the Neds level, regardless of what you bet on. For those sports punters, Neds Same Game Multi is now available on more sports than ever before. And for the racing fanatics, Neds Blended is available on all three racing codes. Blended lets you pick multiple runners to win in the same race at special blended odds. It's never been easier for you to be paid out as a winner. Look, whatever you bet on. Take it to the NEDS level. UFC markets exclude South Australian residents. Split decision return eligible on first $250 stake. Minimum blended odds are $1.10 terms and conditions apply are available on the NEDS website. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Please call 1-800-858-858.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up?
2: Also, Matt, I'm sure you saw a great featherweight fight. Uh, Nate Landwehr uh, beats uh, beats uh, uh, David Onama. Um, really, really, a majority decision. I was kind of surprised. I thought Landwehr clearly won that. Um, I was surprised that someone had that as 28-28.
3: First of all, let me ask you something. Did sure. Onama take that on short notice or no? That I don't know. Uh, guys, you, uh, uh, make sure you have... Um, uh, fucking producers, I don't know if he did or not. If, uh, if he didn't, then you know my bad. But uh, I, 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 cause I know, I just want to make sure he did. They're gonna look that up. Yeah, but and
2: yeah. by the way, I just don't. You know, fought well, um, and he he hurt uh, Landwehr too. He threw some really good punches, especially the first round. And Nate was uh, Nate did a couple of weird things though. Like there were times where, especially in the final round. He had him, um, he has Onama down and they, they he was very tired. They're both tired. It looked like he was going to go for a crucifix. And then he stands up and he's playing to the crowd too much. And it's like, he's like doing this thing. It's like, you're not, it, it, you're not a fucking Roman. Like, and then, uh, Onama comes in and, and tags him. And it was again, clearly Landwehr won the fight, but I thought like you can't do that. It, it's great to be an entertainer, but if you're in the final round and you have 40 seconds left and you're about to, uh, you, you're getting some ground and pound done, letting the guy up so you can please the crowd. I think is going to cost him. It cost it cost uh, Anderson Silva the title, and that's eventually going to cost you.
3: Now, it, now I think how many judges gave it ten, a ten eight the last it, round. Is that right?
2: I that I don't know. Uh, it was, he had a twenty eight, twenty eight. I didn't think any of the rounds were ten eight though.
3: Which which fight am I thinking of? Now maybe I'm plugged in. I don't want to. Miss I
2: think you're thinking of another.
3: I might be. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Yeah, I'm look,
2: going over look. all the fights now.
3: It was one where there was a – it might have been on the fucking – it might have been on the on the card. I'm sorry. I'm um, looking
2: at the uh, prelims too. Are you sure it wasn't on uh, last week?
3: No, man. There was one there where it was, there was two 10-8s in the last round where some, one judge gave it. That was four. this week? You never know with me. You never fucking know. But my point is this. Nate Nate fucking did amazing. Nate the train. Can I just say one thing? I would really like to just just so people realize this kid's attitude and you how funny he is. Uh I like I like his um what was it, his tweet? And, what did he say in his tweet? Well, was this his tweet when he goes, I showed up no, that's not his tweet. Oh, here's his tweet. His tweet from uh Nate Landwehr Yeah, is uh my mom ain't raised no bitch, baby.
2: Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Came,
3: I fought. I conquered. Five the night, meet the train style. Did you hear the, the first part? My mom ain't raised no bitch, baby.
2: Yes. Say it. And Hold on. I'm going over. Um, it wasn't listen. 277. It's driving me nuts, these 10-8 rounds, because something tells me... I, I'm remembering this from, like, last week or two weeks ago. I don't know why I'm...
3: I'm, I'm, I'm there's a fight that I'm trying to... um two 10 eights. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look at my pictures. Yeah. My big pictures. My, my,
2: my memory is just... I can't remember who who won what round or how many... Uh, well,
3: first of all, but well, we're going to get the prelims after. We'll talk yep. about that because I, I got to talk about some of these. There was some nice stoppages, man, in a row. Like, bang, bang. Some yeah. of these guys... But we'll talk about that after. Um, man, I don't know. I can't think of it right now. But I could have sworn there was a 10-8 is what I'm saying. Maybe There was two 10-8s. And that way, they said, all right, he won the first two rounds and he had the 10-8. There was one draw and then it was I, Dude. I don't
2: yeah. Uh, I don't, well, there was the draw in the uh, land where uh, one of the judges did have a 28-28, which I was surprised. Oh, I really thought... I really thought uh, Nate won all three rounds. Uh, that should have been a unanimous decision.
3: Hey man, I thought so too. I'm fuck. I'm, I'm I'm confusing fights. Sometimes I hear the things, but my point is this: I thought Nate did phenomenal, but uh, at the same time, dude, uh, I like uh, Onama. I like David Onama. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he showed a lot of promise. It's just, I don't think he could have. He matched that pace, man. I think the pace wore him down. And I also, listen, this is another thing. I have a theory on this. And it might be a little weird. I, but then again, I'm a little weird. I'm a star Wars. Okay. Okay. Um, I think when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you fight good. I think Nate, the train wear, did so phenomenal because of his new haircut.
2: I mean, oh. a lot of people would say that's ludicrous, but you might be right,
3: Jimmy. I like the way you're. I like that you're attacking what I just said.
2: No, I'm not. I'm. I'm agreeing with you.
3: I. I like that you said that. Uh this, this is the deal. Let me, let me. point something out to you. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a little tiny, tiny little story about this. Yeah. Little, little, little okay. like you, my little buddy. <laughs> I want to beat you, a little chick. Right, I listen. To look good is to feel good. Now you're taking this from a former fighter.
2: It's a good point.
3: Let's let's go. Let's go to UFC number one. Uh, UFC number sixty nine with sure. myself, and I get my see my buddy Abe. He owns um the same. There's my buddy, my black belt. Same with him. We went out with my uh Molly uh, Meatball McCann and all. He, you yeah. know he he's a good friend of mine. He owns a barber shop. Okay. like the barber. like the barber used to fucking give me a money. oh money money fade beautiful it's when i had hair sure i'll make this story a lot quicker than i'm making it right now hold on so the point is this he went to fucking houston greg the barber you can watch this on the dvd and he's there before i fight he's giving me He's cracking his jokes he's giving me that money fade oh my i felt the. i felt like a little Ooh, it's like a little it felt a little rough to the it felt it felt so
2: i looked so good it felt like a champion's haircut
3: it sure did, Jimmy. And it was. It right. was so then let's fast forward, okay? The rematch. Now look, you could blame a million things. Sure. I don't want to blame a yeah, yeah, that would, would be ludicrous.
2: No. But,
3: but the facts are the facts. Listen to me. Yeah. Craig the barber. He has a past. He tried to go to Canada. Him and Abe. Him and I don't want I don't want you to judge Abe either there they got they, they you know i
2: like, flagged at but, the border yeah
3: they they, they they were in the they they were in the uh i think they shared a, a cell with uriah faber believe it or not uriah faber couldn't get over there for some reason this is i swear to god they were in there with him you know and my fun my friend abe is funny because he's like oh i'm gonna i'm sitting there and we're in a, a, a cell with uriah faber and uh you know, Greg the Barber, you know, Abe trains, but Greg's like a big fat guy. And he kind of looks like Fat Tro, you know? And he's like, yeah, I can't wait to get out of here, stop training. And then fucking Abe's like, oh, you're embarrassing the fuck out of me. Shut the fuck up. Fuck up. Shut the fuck up, drag the Barber, you fat fuck. Anyway, the point is this.
2: Why did you get the haircut before you left?
3: Yeah, I did. But I need that shit every week. I go to, I went to Canada a couple weeks earlier.
2: Oh, I see, now, I see. I
3: a little grown out. I, it's okay when I got my cap on. I'm not fighting with a cap on. Does it make a difference? Did it cost me the title? Absolutely not.
2: That didn't help.
3: George B. It did not help. It didn't help that Greg Barber didn't make there to give me my money. So let's get back to Nate the train. Okay. Nate. Let's go. Let's compare his hair from the other night. Okay. Producers. Pop up some pictures. They're not going to do it. But listen, I want to see his picture from the other night. Look at his haircut. Look at his fucking haircut and then go back and look at it. Son- looks like he's losing his hair. It's kind of long on the sides. It's fading in the middle. In the prior fights, did not look nearly as good.
2: They d- it did not help. You're not wrong. It didn't help.
3: I would be like, who's this young kid breaking on the scene? I don't even know how old he is. But with the old haircut, he looked older. Sure. With the new haircut, he looks younger. All right, Jimmy, we wasted everybody's time for everybody last ten minutes. I apologize.
2: I disagree. I think it was. Uh, uh, I think it was a good point. I don't think it was wasted <laughs> anybody's time. Actually,
3: Jimmy. What does it say that my kids got me? What does it say?
2: Uh, dad joke champion. Yep.
3: That's my mug. That's my mug. When you, a lot of times my kids, tra- you know, they did training. They did dance the same, the same day. And I, I go, how you feeling? And then they tell you, what happens when you work out? What do you say sometimes to me?
2: When I work out? Yeah. My tits <laughs> hurt. That's what I say when I'm done because I'm I fat.
3: Need to, I need you to work with me.
2: Okay. What do I say when I work out? When yeah,
3: you work out, you feel like all like, oh.
2: um. I feel like a million bucks. <laughs>
3: you're be listening to you be you're be you're mean.
2: No, that's you, what I say.
3: What happens to your muscles after you work out
2: and you, Oh, oh I know what I say. I go, "Oh boy, my muscles are so sore, I don't know what to do."
3: Wait, so say it again? What oh, are you,
2: what's the matter, you? What? My muscles, if they were oh. any more sore, I'd win a sore muscles award.
3: Can you just say that you're sore? Can you just say that you're sore? I'm sore. Hi sore, I'm Zeus. Ba, 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 ba.
2: <laughs> I love it. Anyway, Jimmy. Listen. By the way, we should Matt, we should um I, I believe the notes made an error, but they pointed out that Nuna Nunes, uh of course, formerly Nuna Enzorov, made a mistake. Uh, they made an error. It's Nina um and she's retiring and uh, she's retired after that fight at uh, 11 and 7 she's five and four in the ufc age 36 she wants more kids and she said that recovery was fucking brutal after the last one so congratulations to nina for uh for a good career and um a great family life and she's married to a killer uh the champion so they have a lot of probably good years with more babies ahead of them so congratulations to a good career
3: yeah. Yeah, congrats to Nina. Yeah, we Nina's Nina with Nina fought. She fought fine. The crowd got a little, they got a little uh, greedy because they had some really nice knockouts. Yeah. There's some nice finishes earlier that we'll talk about later. Sure. But, uh, You know, I, I, and since we're talking about it, Cynthia Calvillo, she needs to really. When she was with the Alpha team with uh, Uriah Fabers, uh it was the Alpha males. I think it's just yeah Alpha now because the you know, they changed it up because it's not only for males over there. Sure, plugs, plug. plug. Alpha, yeah. You're, yeah, Team Alpha, Uriah Faber. When she was with them early in her career, I remember a fight of hers. I'm not sure. I think it was her first pro Gonzalez. I'm not sure, but she was ferocious, Jimmy. I remember being like, yo, she's scrappy standing up and she's going for She's always going forward. So now either she fell out of love with the, with the game or or um Something has to be reunited in her because she's shown way too much caution. She's not going in there saying, "I'm going to you your 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 mine." She's going in there being like, "All right, we're kickboxing. I'm going to try to take you." She's trying to be calculated. She's fighting. She's fighting, but it's about attitude sometimes, Jimmy. A lot of times, it's about attitude, and I don't see that same attitude in her. So I don't know what's up with her. And I and I like her a lot. Sure. I'm not attacking her, but this right. is the hard truth of it. I think somebody close to her better grab her and be like, "Look." Show her the earlier fights. Say, look, look at you. You're fucking ferocious. You're not accepting. You're not coming out. When she broke on the scene, she was ferocious. So something's up with her. And I think she's got to get that straight before she gets back in there. Because, yeah. you know, she was a little upset with the decision. But it's like, did you win? Did you not? That wasn't the same Cynthia right? that fought earlier on that was almost a straight-up berserk. I mean, technical. But she looked. she, rep- she looked like... Someone out of Team Alpha, like she was, uh, uh, she was just a, she was a beast. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's okay to be calculated, and and then maybe you know, but like uh, something somewhere changed her approach, and she and and it's and it's and it's not a great thing. So she's gonna have to w- work on that. With all due respect, because I do like her.
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah. You just uh, didn't you saw I something that like fighters
3: do. She should address. Seeing, yeah. I'm not seeing the fire there. You know,
2: also, buddy, we should uh, we would be negligent if we didn't uh, also uh, 38 years old. Our pal Uriah Hall stepped down um, and uh, he was retired from MMA and uh, he finishes with he's 1711. He's 10.9 in the UFC. I mean, he beat Tiago Santos Anderson, beat Chris Lieben, Antonio Carlos Jr. And um, he said, with great sadness, I'll be stepping away from the greatest sport in the world. And um, you know it's kind of a long paragraph statement, but the end no. he says thanks to Jim Norton and Matt Sarah for always being supportive.
3: Yes, no, so that no. was you nice. Know, you know what? <laughs> With all, all kidding aside, he loves us. He yeah. was he's one of those guys that's like a real friend of the show.
2: I know he's, he's such a good guy.
3: When, when one of when we were out in the past, he co-hosted before, and I yep. believe. Especially if he's gonna have more time on his hands, he'll do it again.
2: <laughs> I think so too.
3: You have fun with Uriah. I like Uriah a lot, man. Like, uh, like, I don't know. Like he's such a good guy. I wonder. I wonder what he's gonna do now.
2: I'm gonna guess and teach, unless he's got something else lined up. I mean, obviously he's um, he's still a young guy. He's only thirty eight, so maybe he'll maybe he'll teach. Who knows?
3: Could we get him in movies?
2: Can he act? Does he like acting?
3: Yeah, what is it? What do you got to say? You have to say lines like this. I don't like him. I think he stinks. Like that kind of shit. Like he's that, I mean, a that's,
2: that was really the linchpin of the film. A lot of people said he stinks and I don't like him. That, said that, that changed that, that the tone of you, Spider-Man. That,
3: that was you in Spider-Man. So yes, it was. You look strong in that one, Jimmy. You bulk it up for that?
2: Well, you know that uh, I was lifting boxes and I had a bunch of lines that I fired out. Uh, you know, let, you know what I
3: fucking hate in that Spider-Man movie. What? I don't know. I don't know who said it. It, it was. It was. I don't know if it was because it was right after 9/11 or whatever it was. It was one of those things where it's like, was that the first? Was that the one I'm thinking of the fur with, with the Sam Raimi one when they're like when he was trying to save them from going over the bridge and he's holding them and then and then Green Goblins coming at him and then all the New Yorkers started throwing. This is what the this is what gives New Yorkers a, a fucking bad like rap. Like these stupid movies that they start throwing yeah. bottles at the Green Goblin and they're like, yo, you and they, and they always exaggerate the fucking voice too. The yo, you mess with Spidey, you're messing with New York. Boom.
2: It does, yes, that is horrible. I will say this. Fucking thing. boom. And, and it's an indefensibly shitty line. But that 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 movie I think was delayed because of uh 9-11. I remember in the trailer, there was a moment where it's a really cool moment of a helicopter flying between the World Trade Center buildings, getting caught in a web. And yeah. it was Spider-Man's web, that and they had thinking. to obviously change that or take it out of the movie. So it was a weird tone. However, that line stinks no matter when they released it.
3: That line is fucking horrible. There's certain things in, in, in movies
1: uh, that
3: it's like, why, why do you make that choice?
2: Yeah, and I agree.
3: It's like if, there's, if it's like a if you're doing a movie at like four stars, is that you do a
2: of four stars? What do you do at five stars? What are you four
3: star movie, yeah. All right, let's the four <laughs> star movie. I'm taking away a star. For yeah,
2: that now, you we know, should let, let me you ask mean, you, Matt, your opinion. Right. I wanted your opinion. There was a couple of uh, you know, the uh, performance of the night was, of course, Vera and uh, Tyson Nam over uh, Ode Osborne. Did you see that uh, that, that uh, knockout in the first round? That was absolutely beautiful.
3: It was, it was beautiful, and he he noticed. That'll not um. Wait, 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 let me get the let me get the names here. Let me get the where I am. Da, 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 da. Let me catch up to you. Oday. Okay, hold on, hold on. Numbers, uh Oh no, Ode Osborne. You're right, Jimmy. Yeah, that's right. Um, He's seen. Oday, uh looked at. He he showed it first. It's like almost like he showed his hand when when Nam was coming in at him. He showed that jumping knee already. Yeah. So he showed like all right, look. This is what I'm looking to do. This is what I'm looking to do. That's what's good about feints. When you do like a faint, like you're gonna faint, like you see a guy react, like okay, oh, he's looking to uppercut, or you see him react, like oh, he's looking to sprawl, and that shows you to set up your next move. So when he seen, when he seen O'Day fake that knee, that was beautiful. How he he came in and he fought, and what he hit him with again? Was it a right hand or a left hook? It was a right hand, I believe. I think it was a big right. I'm, I I'm, get, well, I'm, you know, Gerald, I'm
2: playing it back oh, in my head. I don't remember.
3: Gerald Mershot, I believe, was a left hook. What he
2: oh, yeah. Beautiful uh round three submission. That was really uh I thought of you when that happened as I always do when there's a sub.
3: Well, I mean, what I like about not well, let me really quick. I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about Mershad in a second. It was a right
2: hand, by the way. We're hearing
3: it was a right hand with yep. Nam. Tyson Nam looked awesome, but uh O'Day, O'Day, Osborne, too, man. There's a lot of killers on this undercard that lost, but this is what you got to remember to hurt somebody, you got to be there to get hurt. So, what I noticed with a cup with a few of these guys, and They'll learn from it is when you get hurt and you try to fire back, could be good. You could catch him. Now now you're gonna win. Sure. Or else, listen, too close or too far. Let's weather this. Let's fucking weather this. Because you've seen that with um was that which fight was it I'm thinking of the uh, Josh Quinlan were defeated
2: Jason Witt, yeah.
3: Let me look. Yeah, was that the one I'm thinking
2: of? Is that the one Let me ask you back. So I was okay. going to mention that um I, was that the one where he, he was knocked out and he jumped down to throw another punch and just didn't do, he stopped himself because he saw that it was out. That was my favorite moment of the night.
0: Okay.
3: I,
2: is that the fight I'm okay, thinking yeah. of, Josh Quinlan?
3: Yes, that's the one you're thinking of, and that's not the one I was thinking of. I'm sorry. Okay. That, Josh Quinlan. No, he just landed out. I mean that that was just I mean that was beautiful. Shit. Beautiful. Beautiful uh right hand that just fucking dropped him. right that was the right hand, yes,
2: yeah and and he went in for another punch and he stopped himself, which I thought was awesome, yes, beautiful I, I hate know,
3: when oh, they hit,
2: oh. I hate when they hit a guy who's laying there, and I know in the heat of battle sometimes it's really hard to stop yourself and the ref's got to stop it, but he was so fucking clearly out there, I was really happy that he stopped it
3: the the, the fights I was thinking about was the lips the lipsby fight uh Ariana, uh, Lipsky, Lipsky, yep. Lipsky yeah, fight. and um, the Benete- Cachuara, yeah. Benavidez, Benavidez, and uh,
2: Gabriel Benitez, yes, over uh, Atavaros, yep.
3: That one, okay, both those fights, they were hurt, they, when, they got the, when they got their opponent hurt, they stayed on them, the opponent, both of them, uh, Atavaros, did I say that right? Yep. And Lipsky, they stood their ground while they were hurt, and they fired back. Yeah. That's what warriors do. But guess what you're doing? You're falling on your sword now. Yep. Because you're you got to say you, you get that pride in you like, oh, you hurt me? No, nah, I'm not hurt. I'm gonna hurt you. And they don't look bad with their form, but they're a second off now, half a second, because they're stolen all out. Benitez, man, he had him hurt and then he had him measured, man. But uh I really like what he what what uh, what happened, to me. but I like when he need them and they broke it up, and he goes, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, that didn't, that didn't, I didn't do him, I didn't, like, like that didn't land, like, I didn't do him dirty, like, that didn't, like, he was it. he had a big fuck you attitude in there, and uh, right after that, they touched gloves, and that's what he just put it on, <laughs> yeah. But but Antavero's was throwing a lot of wild shit before he got caught, he was, so I could see him wanting to put on a show, and right. it, it ultimately it cost him, listen, guys, it's okay to be in those ball burners and exchanges but you got to you got to survive the fight first. You get hurt, you get in trouble before looking to hurt your your opponent too close or too far. Play the distance game. That's just a message, Nova, up and coming too.
2: This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Crypto.com, the official crypto partner of UFC. You've definitely seen their logo on our UFC gear. And crypto is something I'm getting into, so this is really a helpful, helpful site. With over 10 million users around the world, Crypto.com is the fastest growing crypto app, letting you easily buy and sell more than 150 cryptocurrencies. You can even buy Bitcoin with as little as $1. Crypto.com also offers the most popular crypto card in the world. The Crypto.com Visa card offers a up to 8% back on most purchases, and it comes with amazing perks. 100% rebate for your Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon Prime subscriptions. If you already own some crypto, did you know that crypto.com offers some of the most competitive reward rates of the industry? You can get up to 8.5% on your Bitcoin or Ethereum, 12% on your USDC, and more. Find out how much you can earn by visiting crypto.com. Get $25 when you apply for a crypto.com metal Visa card on the crypto.com app using code UFC 25 again it's $25 when you apply for the card using code UFC 25 it's first come first serve so act fast download the crypto.com app now on the app store or google play
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble
2: I have an opinion question for you, Matt, because uh, they're saying uh, Alexander Volkanovsky is going to plan on being a backup for 280, the lightweight title fight. I love this guy's drive. Um, you know, he's, he's uh, such a, a phenomenal featherweight. But, you know, if he has to fight Charles Oliveira, um, how does he do in that fight? If, 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 again, let's say, you know, Makachev, you know, trips on his shoelace and, and they need a replacement – and he happens to be the guy. Does he get the shot? Um, and if he does, how does he do? Him versus a uh, Charles he- Oliveira. If they decided to do that,
3: oh, would it be versus Oliveira or either one? Or well, I mean, I
2: guess either one. But I mean, if if it's it against Pekachev, it's not going to be for the belt. I don't think Oliveira's a champion. Why
3: not? Why not? The belt's vacant. He doesn't have. Oh God,
2: you're right. You're absolutely right. They're fighting I'm for regretting. a vacant because he didn't make weight last time. Yes, you're correct. You're correct. They're, they're fighting. Uh, for the victory. Oh, God. Yeah. They I fight don't to like, either one of them.
3: I, I, this is what I think. I think he's got a, believe it or not, I think he's got a better chance with Oliveira than Mokic. Yeah. I think Mokic will get him down. And I think Oliveira will try to strike with him. And, and maybe accept the takedown. He's got those little limbs. Well, I don't know, man. That's a rough either one. Yeah. I, but you know what, dude? I'm, I, I'm sick of, uh, Doubting Vol- Volos-
2: Volkowski. Well, Vol- but this is a weight, Vol- Vol- This Vol- is not even doubting him. It's almost like when as great as uh, Adesanya is uh, against Blahovic, that weight does make a difference. People, Guys can pretend it doesn't, but when you, when you have a heavier guy on you, it does make a difference. It's just different than what he's used to in the cage. Um, and it made a difference for, for uh, Adesanya.
3: Yeah, I think either one's a very, very, very tough matchup for Volkowski. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Volkowski... It's just, yeah, we got to think of something else for him, man. He's going right. He's going through, he went through that fucking division.
2: (laughs) Who do you think wins that fight, though? Uh, Makachev or uh, or Oliveira?
3: It's, 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 it's funny, man, because they keep Habib and and uh, and Islam they keep pointing out that you know, the guy's been finished seven times. He might get a lot of finishes, but he's also been finished a lot of times. Yeah, it almost seems like he's a different guy now. He really does. He seems yeah. like a different fighter. There's no quitting him for sure. But nobody, nobody as of late has been looking to challenge him on the floor. The only guy that, that, I mean, people say, I forgot who it was. They go, oh, but listen, they should they should trust the, in, in themselves down, down there more because Kevin Lee was doing well with him down there until he got caught. I don't agree. I think Kevin Lee was in a fucking, from the second that hit the floor, he was a step behind. And even when he thought he was gaining space, he was getting in jeopardy and there was no, there was no resting time for him down there. He was in some shit. You know what I mean? He was all, he was getting like a pretzel all over the place. And then he'd get back to his feet, just have a problem. Uh, Islam is going to be way more advanced on the floor and he's not going to be afraid. So can he do enough to, um, to weather the onslaught of, uh, of the, the, of the of the arsenal that is uh uh charles Oliveira's guard which is probably one of the best guards in the ufc if not the best guard uh that's that's the question so guys who are less skilled in grappling has done it yeah, yeah. Paul Felder has done it and that's not a shit i'm, I'm not no i know what you're I'm saying sure, no, yeah. i'm sure i'm sure paul would even tell you islam is probably a better grappler well, sure, of course but, you know for so they know that's what they recognize Do you think it's easy to take down Dan Hooker and and fucking Camoram or to do the same shit to Drew Dober? He's a fucking beast. But I would, me personally, I want to see that fucking, I want to see that ground exchange. I'm going to be, I don't need to see the next fucking submission only tournament missing that. I want to see that ground display. I want to see what happens there. I want to see that combat Sambo, from Dagestan and versus the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, both at the highest level. Sign me up, Jimmy. I want to see that shit.
2: And I also want to say, too, I agree wow. with Usman. Kamaru lashed out at USADA for this stupid requirement of getting up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and uh, Alexander Voganovsky said that a USADA rep woke him up for a drug test four hours before he had to get up on the day of his second bout against Holloway, how the fuck are they allowed to do that? Like, I understand that you you have to drug test it, but how is there not a better way to do that other than to disrupt guys' uh, workout schedule, or especially on the day of a fight, it's insanity. And look, I get it; they probably want to get the first piss of the day, but I don't know. I'm sure the second piss of the day would still have samples in it.
3: Yeah, but what about even security? What about if somebody was at my house and I'm with my family, and they ring the bell at like five a.m. and they wake everybody up? And they're saying that you saw it. I mean, I'm going to be like, dude, you might get, you might get, I mean, you're, you're on my, who's ringing the bell and fucking, it's fucking, that. that is.
2: Well, they know I, it can happen though. I guess in a fight or, I guess when you're in camp or whatever, or you know, it can happen. Yeah. But the Volk- fucking, that, that Volkanovski thing annoyed me so much that these assholes went and woke him up four hours before he had to be up.
3: That's not good.
2: Cost that's him four good. hours of sleep. So the guy could take his piss instead of waiting until he gets up.
3: Jimmy, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. I don't like that shit either, you know. So, but you know, hey, I still think either one of those fights is fucking brutal for him. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think
2: you're right. But, I, but um,
3: I, I love his, uh I love his guts, you know. Uh, but uh you know, but by the way, we, I uh, with Ariani uh, Lipsky and, and uh, Pris- Priscilla Cashera, yeah. Cashera was Cashera, yeah. Cashera, Cashera. So yeah. You make me. Making me second guess myself.
2: I thought you were saying it and you weren't saying it right. I apologize. Catch you, Eric.
3: Okay. Uh, I'll tell you, Priscilla looked like a, she just looked, I mean, she was just confident, went forward, and uh, she made short work of me man. And, you know, and Lipsky, she's going to learn from that. You know, you yeah. don't have to always fire back, especially when you get her. Get some distance. Get your wits yeah, Get on the bike for a second. Take a little stroll around the cage. Um Devin Clark uh versus Azamat uh Murzakhanov. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I had total faith. Thank you.
3: Uh Devin Clark is a great athlete. He's a great athlete. Yeah. But with that, man, you got to you, you can't if you're not getting him down and this guy's not respecting you. Yeah. Something to respect, Jimmy. Yeah. You now fucking give him something to respect. That's what you got to do. You got to fucking let loose with those fucking tie kicks. If he blocks them, he's going to break his fucking forearms. You know why? Because you're getting hunted in there, Jimmy. Devin Clark was getting hunted. He was on him. He was pursuing him. And he got him. Yeah. You know, and uh, I like that Azamat, man. He's just he's looking like a fucking beast and he was not going to be denied, you know, and uh, I want to see what's next for him. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, did you talk about Yasmin yet? Um, No. Talk about him now.
2: What would you like? uh <laughs> did, you agree, did you agree with the decision, or did you not agree with the decision?
3: Uh, I uh, people were complaining about this, but some people didn't like it, right? Yeah. Is what, I mean, I thought that. Uh, but no matter
2: what the decision is, people. It sounds like people don't like it. There's always. I mean, look, I complained earlier uh, about the scoring um, in, in the the Landwehr fight. So well, you know,
3: yeah, uh, I thought it was just. If you ask me, and you did ask me, I did. So you know. I thought 30-27 uh, was the right call. Okay. But that's me. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm low. You
2: know? No, I mean, uh, I, I, I understand that. But I, I am always befuddled. When two guys see a 29-28, it's a little easier for me to go, all right, one guy gave that one round. But it's, what really drives me fucking crazy is when it's 30-27, 30-27, 27-30. Then I'm like, how are these both refs or both judges, sorry, seeing this so polar opposite? That's not it, it's not right. It's hey, almost like confusing balls and strikes in baseball.
3: Hey, listen, when I when I won the ultimate fighter, it was 30 27. Two judges gave me 30 27, and one judge gave Chris Lytle 30 27.
2: That's so oh. bizarre to me.
3: Yeah, but it changed my life. So
2: that, well, it probably should have been 30 27, 30 27, 29, 28. I'm sure you won one of those rounds so in the other know guys what?
3: Hey, it all—it just listen. I might have went on to having a title shot and shocking the world, and yes, you did myself, put myself in history. But my good buddy Chris Lytle got a fucking ton of bonuses on Fighter Nights after that, and he won the rematch with me, and he did give me this money scar. Look at the scar,
2: right here, right, right. Yeah, here. look it's at that memory, scar. Yeah.
3: my buddy. My I look so cool with that scar. Thank you to the yeah. great Chris Lytle. Uh, what else we got, Casper?
2: Well, I want to say that they're talking about uh, uh Glover two in talks for two eighty two in December. Um, they're saying that there's been a verbal agreement from both sides, and this is why. How do you not love uh, Patty Pimblett? Says around two hundred pounds, and he's looking at December uh, for return in Vegas. You gotta love Patty Pimblett.
3: Um, that's gonna. That's good. Listen to me. I'm, I was very very similar in a sense, where i blow up, and I told you Dana's favorite joke, when it, especially when he had his little cronies around, and he'd go, and then he'd see me and he'd make sure everybody heard, and even if they didn't think it was funny, they'd laugh at me, and he'd go, oh, you, you, Matt, you looks like you ate Matt, Sarah. And all those guys are like, like, when an evil villain would say something, and I'd go, ah, <laughs> ah, and I'd be sitting there like, Ooh.
2: Well, I would have let Dana know how I objected to that joke.
3: I didn't like the joke.
2: I wouldn't have either.
3: I was because I was fat. So do you think Patty so ever funny. goes
2: up? He said as he gets older and he starts uh, fighting ranked opponents, uh, he's going to keep the weight down. But depending on why you're getting so heavy, food is not that. I mean, again, fighters do a good job of it. But it's not that easy to just change all habits if you're, if you're binging. So I wonder if he ever decides to move up.
3: I don't think so. But, Jimmy, I, I used to be a fatty like that. But now that I'm not. Like fighting there's a time when i when i got done fighting and my wife you know have his kids and stuff and uh i I was a a meatball you i don't think you really with me when i was really fat though was I? no i wasn't no well i mean i wasn't exactly walking around with that jimmy yeah jimmy touch it
2: oh yeah
3: okay anyway uh jimmy you know what listen normally i should have my good friend dean thomas you know, I make fun of him. He's got two first names, and sometimes he dresses funny. But when he's got, when he does something, when he does something good, I like to fucking let him know. Have you ever seen Dean Th- got producers? I'm putting you to work. Go to Dean Thomas's Instagram and play for us his impersonation of Kamara Usman. I want to hear it. I want to hear it on this fucking show.
2: I would. I didn't know Dean did one. I'm not surprised.
3: Listen to me. It's good, and I don't. And I don't. Dean Thomas. I want to hear it and hopefully see it, guys. Come on. Okay. You know yeah, I would like to see. it. Let's put these motherfuckers to work. Sorry, Antonio. I
2: did not know he did one, but I'm not surprised. Are you ready? And by the yeah. way, to answer, we, it we is. Had, hold on. Oh, oh David O'Neill did take the fight on short notice. Uh, we mentioned that before, Matt. And uh, I just am so stupid I didn't look back at the answer. Um, who he, did? Uh, he last fought July 9th, so yeah.
3: Wait, who took the, who took it on late notice? Uh, Onama. Now, listen, that's very important to point out, Jimmy, because yep. Onama, even, listen, they, they had a fight of the night. No, no, no. Did they get, did they, yeah, they did get fight of the night, right? Onama and Nate?
2: I, let me? Sure? I believe so. No, let they me got, check. They a bonus, but I think no, they did. No, I'll check. Hold on. I'm just but anyway, back.
3: it was a fantastic fight. And he was doing phenomenal, but he gassed out. He did gas out. What if he didn't gas out? Right. You know what I mean? So let's give him a lot of props, man. Oh,
2: day. Oh yes. day, Oh,
3: day. Oh, day. That was fight of the night. It was. Now, listen. Get back
2: to this. Let's, let's see look. this thing. He looks like him. I'll say that. He's, I mean, maybe I'm just saying that because he's wearing the same kind of shirt and glasses.
3: Listen. Yo, let's what's listen up, Mr. Pound for Pound King Kimura Usman. Kimura
2: Ooshman. Give a shout out to you, Sada, for coming by testing me at 5 o'clock this morning, interrupting my fourth workout. I'm sure y'all heard of my brother, Muhammad. He just won the Ultimate Fighter. So I wanted to congratulate him for being my brother. And to the barber who tried to mess up my hairline, I broke your face. I broke your face. I broke your face. Make sure y'all watch my fight next week in Salt Lake City. I'm taking on Eve Edwards. Hey, what? <laughs>
3: look at the smile. Look at the smile. Yeah.
2: The Come smile on, is man.
3: real. Come on. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I broke your face. Th- he is fun. Listen. All day long, I'll shit on that guy. That was great. Yeah. That was fucking great. If I had an pause <laughs> button, I'd be doing it for Dean Thomas. That was fun. I like it. Come on, man.
2: It was very nice.
3: Jeez, Dean Thomas. I loved it. I fucking loved it, man. Oh, Oh, guess what else I loved. What? Ready? Yep. You do it for me, though. Start me (laughs) (laughs) off.
2: Matt's Movie Minute. That's
3: me. Listen, I saw Bullet Train. Me and my wife. First of all, we went to this theater near us. We used to go to when we were dating. We didn't go there in a while. Uh... They didn't have the fucking, it's an old school theater, man, where I'm like, what the fuck? It was like, you know when People can still kick your seats and shit. It, usually now you got those seats with the lounge chairs. It's impossible for anybody to really, the only thing that's annoying is maybe a screen or two, like people right. check their phones. But now we're, but anyway, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, it does a little bit, but there was nobody behind us, but I, I didn't like that. But the movie, Jimmy, the movie, listen. One word, three letters: F U N. Fun, 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 fun. For the minute it gets going. Now Brad Pitt, he plays like a uh, hitman. That's kind of like trying to like, not not like reinvent himself. He's trying to um discuss like trying to like he's got a therapist. He's trying to like work through it, like um to be sure. a better person type of thing. So he's kind of trying to find his zen. And. It's just one of these movies that's like over the top where the you know you have to like it's not realistic, obviously, it's like over the-top violence, like yeah, almost like a come to life Japanese anime type movie right, like, right, right Japanese type movies that are like the, the violence is like far out and crazy but fun, you know uh but what I liked about it, which was which really got me um what, what really like took me I, I expected that type of movie from the uh the trailer. Like something like over the top with the action. But what really got me was how a, a, a character, like another assassin or whoever, they get introduced and really they go through their backstory in a series of like clips of ding, 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 ding. So right. also you caught up to this character. And then next thing you know, five minutes later, that same character might die. It's crazy. So it's like, it kept, so it was like very entertaining. It was very entertaining. It was I think it was pretty long, but it was one of those movies that just kept going, that, like, kept you interested. And uh, it was fun. It was a very fun movie, uh, lighthearted, but a lot of action. And I like the different characters, the different relationships. And then it kind of has those things where it kind of all ties in at the end. Yeah. Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. Okay, I'll see it. You could do worse.
2: That's Matt, it. this was a delight. Um, um,
3: to me, always. 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 Uh, and and uh, you know, maybe you have a Terrence, right? a Terrace, yes. You know, you want to come over, I just get some vitamin D. And
2: I don't oh, mean, yeah, get I don't some sun.
3: Dick. I don't mean dick, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I only because like Jimmy, it's good for you, and uh, and you know, I, I love you.
2: I hope so. <laughs> I'm uh, tomorrow, Wednesday night, I'm going to be here in the city at the uh. Fat Black Pussycat. Next Monday I'm gonna be seeing Matt finally. Long Beach. I will be performing on Monday night. That's next Wait, Monday.
3: That's next Monday? Like the day yeah. I get there back. I'm gonna to go to Marab's fight. You know that I'll talk to you in a couple yeah. days. But uh yeah. Marab's fighting the great Jose Aldo.
2: Yes, he is. When is that fight?
3: Fucking Saturday, bro.
2: It is this Saturday. Okay. And where is the uh, fight?
3: Salt Lake City, man.
2: So you'll be back Sunday.
3: Yeah, I'll be back Sunday. And then where is your thing in Long Beach?
2: Long Beach, New York, yeah.
3: Me and the missus, we want the VIP treatment, Jimmy.
2: You'll always get the VIP treatment.
3: Really? What is that, though? Is this, like, like, I
2: don't know. I haven't determined yet.
3: <laughs> oh, we'll figure no. it out. I was only kidding about your, your complexion. You look, Jimmy, you always look.
2: I look fat and pale. You're right. I look like Marlon Brando on the island of Dr. Moreau. But
3: you don't, want look, to see like, not, but you don't look like this. Not like, like this. You don't look bad. When I see your clips... On, on your YouTube, maybe the lighting's better. The yeah, lighting's the stage here, lighting. And, and I'm very damn.
2: Yes, you look good.
3: There's no reason for me to do this, though.
2: Matt Sarah's available on Cameo.
3: <laughs> and, I'll uh, be there all day. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, you're one of my BFFs. I'll talk to you in a few days. What bye, a good pal. time.
2: Bye, everybody. Are you done? Are you done plugging? Yes. Thank you, everybody. And this was a great one. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.
3: Bye, bye. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble.